what's up, dudes? What's up, dude? What's up, dudes? What's going on? Welcome to the uh, week 14 episode of the Incredible Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, how are you boys doing tonight? I can't believe it's week 14, first of all. Where has the season gone? Um, but I'm feeling great. I mean, this is uh, right now sitting week 14, probably the best position I've been in in fantasy just in general in my entire career. So I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. That's exactly what I expected you to say, Garrett. <laughs> I'm over here sweating bullets. I'm in three leagues and I'm just hanging on either to the last spot or I'm fighting and I need someone to lose to get there. And it's uh, not so fun over here as, as much as Mr. Garrett. I'm, uh, I'm a little nervous. What about you, Zach? Oh, I'm I'm pooping my pants over here. <laughs> um, I've had a, a couple rough last two three weeks here. You know, I should have won some matchups. Uh, I could have played this guy or that guy, and I would have won. And I wouldn't have to worry. I'd be like Garrett. Oh, I'm I'm, I'm sitting pretty in all my leagues here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a great fantasy season. But no, I'm I'm there right there on the chopping block with you there, Braden. So um, let, let's get into some league recaps, uh, Garrett. Yeah. You you beat in the gimme some league or main league here. Uh, you beat Brayden uh, after we picked Brayden to win in the Wanna Talk Trash last week. So the curse continues. So and you lock up the number one seed, Brayden. You're sitting at the sixth seed. Ugh. And I will Garrett dinner. Big win. <laughs> yeah, that's huge. Um, now Br- Brayden, you're far from out of it. We'll go over scenarios later. Um, Keaton beat Chris in a crazy matchup to secure the number two seed. And Chris is currently sitting in the number four seed. Chris had that thing locked up all day. And then Jamar Chase and Joe Mixon go off on Monday night and it, it flips it. And Chris is no longer guaranteed to make the playoffs. Yeah, that was a crazy comeback going into Monday night. I thought there was no way Keaton wins this thing. He gets what? Damn near 50 points between Mixon and Chase to come back and just take a dominating win. Yeah. Nutty. Jake Browning at quarterback. Yeah, who saw that coming? Um, Justin beat me, handing me my third straight loss, uh, but I somehow am still uh, sitting in the number three seed overall. So I'm in a a good enough position here. Winning, you're in. I'm currently the three seed, so... Again, we'll get back to it in the, our last um, matchup last week that, that influenced things is Tom beat Luke, who was on the podcast last week. Um, so Tom moves into a three-way tie for the third you know, spot right there, the third seed. Uh, but he's, he's sitting in the fifth seed due to points. And uh, that loss eliminated Luke from playoff contention. RIP Luke. Great first year, though. Got to say. It, it, first it, was, it was a good first year, for sure. It was, it and, was, uh, he, he's not going to continue the toilet bowl loss. Probably. He knows how dog eat dog this league's, this league is now. And, uh, I, I was texting Chris earlier today and he said that our league should have been featured on, uh, this season of hard knocks. <laughs> <laughs> Every team has just been through the ringer. <laughs> <laughs> the beginning of the first episode of hard knocks is always the, the, uh, punishment from last year of the people doing the combine and then yes <laughs> then building up the redemption arc i love it <laughs> absolutely so we got garrett 10 and 3 the one seed keaton 8 and 4 the the two seed we got three guys at 7 and 5 and two two guys at 6 and 7 um 
and then the three teams that are eliminated. So I will clinch a playoff berth with a win over Braden. I can still make the playoffs with a loss as long as both Chris and Tom lose. Um, Chris can clinch a playoff berth with a win over over Garrett. Um, he can somehow still make the playoffs with a loss as long as Tom and Braden lose too. Um, and then it goes to Tom. You clinch a playoff berth with a win over Matt and either a Zach or Chris loss. He's out with uh, if he doesn't get a win. And then Braden, you can clinch a playoff berth with a win over Zach and um, a Tom loss. Um, oh, it's both. Otherwise, if you otherwise if you lose, you're you're eliminated. Got it. So I Tom also has to lose. Yes, because he's one game up on you. Makes sense. See, a little bit of luck there, but uh, yeah, I mean, Tom's team has kind of turned it on. It's 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 kind of a little like my team, um, where they've they've just gotten better here a little bit at the end, just gotten healthier, and players start turning around, and starting to perform. Yeah, getting hot at the That's right good. time. Got Zach Moss too. Got that you know basically league winner too, just coming off his bench now. I don't, I don't fully believe in the Zach Moss love, but he's a great person to just have eventually to move into your starting lineup at this time of the year. Oh, yeah. um, sure. The last matchup that matters in the league, Luke, he can still avoid the bottom four losers bracket um, with a win and either a Tom or a Braden loss. Otherwise, he's going to have to battle it out with those bottom three teams and, uh, and take on the punishment. So otherwise, it could be Tom or Braden. Yeah, I'm nervous like, about it's, it's crazy that it's coming down to top top four or bottom four based on one week for a few teams. It's such a log jam of all these close records. And it's probably I mean, this has to be I mean, I haven't been in this league for more than you know, this is my third year, but this has gotta go down as one of the most competitive seasons, you know, I would think, right? You guys know better than me. Absolutely. I mean, there's there's usually like two or three teams that get in at like one game over 500 historically speaking, but um, to have like six teams or, or, or about that, just like vying for the final two spots with one week to go. It's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, I've been running through the scenarios. That's what we got. It's going to be interesting. We got more stuff to recap here. The shit dynasty league uh, Garrett, you got a huge win over Tom to, to move into second place and, and, uh, in control of a first round buy if you win this week. Be massive. Um, Taylor, he beat Nick. Uh, he moves into first place, secures a buy with a win this week. But you, you still got, um, you know, Jesse and Tom John and uh, Storm. And Storm, yeah, Dr. Piss, who can all move into the one or two seed this week. It's crazy. It really is. So those first five teams, they're all locked in. And then there's a battle for the sixth seed, the final playoff team, the not lottery draft pick. And uh, Braden, you're a part of that. It's it's Keaton, Braden, and Nick. Uh, Nick. Uh, they're trailing Eli by one game. <laughs> Eli has no business being there. <laughs> not a chance. I don't know how how he's doing it. I mean, he, he ran into Corbin last week, who's also actively trying to tank. Um, yeah. But man, it was <laughs> just the worst matchup I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, Keaton and Justin had a terrible matchup last week, too. 
Justin messaged after the noon games, like, oh, it's 39 to 29. And we've got like <laughs> three guys left. Am I finally going to get a win this week? No, Justin's 0 and 13. Keaton beats him. <laughs> People say about coming up huge. Yeah. So, yeah, basically, Eli, if he wins, he's in the playoffs. That's not going to happen. <laughs> he's going to lose to Keaton. So sure then so. it comes down to a, a point, point tiebreaker. If Nick and Braden win, Nick is within one point of Keaton, and Braden is within 20 points of both of them. So whoever wins by the most, um, they, they're, they're moving into the playoffs. Got to have a monster week. <laughs> it's so savage, too. You don't just have to have to just win if you're in any of these guys' position. You have to win and beat out two other guys score-wise. So you basically need three wins. Like, you need to beat three other people. Yep. I'm feeling that, man. I'm in that position. And it's, uh, I mean, it's just kind of like, you know, it feels like I'm rolling a dice this weekend and we'll see if it lands on the number I want, you know, between the, the two leagues for sure. Yeah, best of luck to you, buddy. Um, I'm only a little salty that I was a top six team in the league eight out of 13 weeks, but I'm sitting at five and eight and out of the playoffs. I had a, I had a good squad this year. I just, my schedule was not Eli's. I didn't somehow have a winning record with like 400 less points scored than everyone else in the league. <laughs> you And you had a great week this week too. I just was lucky enough to boom finally this week. Yeah. Now I put up 120 and I lose to Braden in a league where like a hundred is all you need to win. It <laughs> <sighs> sucks. All right. You fellas ready to move on? Let's do it. Okay. So, uh, Going into our puff puff pieces here, um, only one big headline that caught our, our eyes before um, you know more stories come out this week. But the Jets want to make another switch at quarterback. They're leaning Zach Wilson. Rumor is Zach Wilson doesn't want to play. Um, any more clarity on this situation, guys? Uh, Aaron Rodgers came out later today defending Wilson and and like criticizing the Jets for the leak. Oh yeah, so how this do is, you leak this? Oh wow, so this I is absolutely that. a true story, and Aaron Rodgers has come into Zach Wilson's defense. But man, wow. I mean, you don't see players not want to play in the NFL, but I, I get it, man. I mean, that team is so bad on offense, and Zach Wilson is so bad too. I mean, I wouldn't. Want- they're bad because of Zach Wilson and that I mean, level yeah. of quarterback play. If they right. had Aaron I mean, Rodgers, they'd be a great team. They, they would. It's it's not like Tim Boyle is any better or worse than Zach Wilson. They're it's just it's what it is. But it's it's hilarious. Yeah, when I saw those first reports, it, it comes off. It just seems like fake. You know, all of a sudden it just comes out. It's like Zach Wilson said he doesn't want to start, and you're like, are they just le- you know, is this just some like clickbaity stuff going on here? And then the fact that you just said about the. Aaron Rodgers stuff. I didn't realize that happened, so that totally solidifies it. But yeah, apparently he's afraid to get hurt behind that line. That could just be the excuse. But I, that line is so atrocious right now; it's it's insanity. So just another wild story in the NFL. That that is yeah. what the rumor is. Is yeah, he's 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 saying he's going to get hurt. Doesn't want to get hurt. <laughs> I that's crazy though to to make it to that level and just say you don't want to play. Um, I mean, it just seals his career as a as a backup or out of the league in, a, in another year. Um, but the Jets, they followed through. I mean, they released Tim Boyle and signed Brett Ripien, so they're making a change at quarterback. I just don't know who. <laughs> um, 
All right. There were a lot of injuries I want to recap from last week. Uh, really going to hurt a lot of playoff teams here. Um, the big one, Tank Dell, fractured fibula out for season. That dude was on an absolute tear. Um, if, if he would have got 10 points last week, I'd already have a playoff spot. But he got zero because the injury happened right away. And, uh, yeah, he's, he's he was everyone's, like, darling league winner type player this year. It was Tank Dell. That was the name, you know. Yeah, and who would ever guess that he, after looking through this rookie class, he was going to be the potential number one wide receiver from the class, at least his rookie season. Just great, great. Sad stuff. Yeah, brutal. Um, Garrett, your guy, Ramondre Stevenson, he got a high ankle sprain. He's out at least a couple weeks. Bad timing. Still got the win, so it was okay. But uh, I need Keaton Mitchell to come up huge. <laughs> you absolutely do. He's your only other running back. <laughs> Uh, Trevor Lawrence got a high ankle sprain. He's out a couple weeks. Um, and then some other things we, we don't really have clarity on, but uh, Christian Kirk, he's got a core muscle injury, expected to miss some time. Christian Watson, hamstring, didn't return to the game. That, I think that's a big one. I think Christian Watson, you can't really start him the rest of the year. He might not even play again this year. Agreed. Right when he's breaking out again, too. Yep, tough mm-hmm. to see. Brian Robinson had a hamstring issue. Um Marquise Brown, he didn't practice all week with a heel injury, and then he re-injured it in the game. Uh, Amari Cooper's in concussion protocol, Derek Carr concussion protocol, and just a messed up shoulder and back. Kenny Pickett, ankle injury out two to four weeks. So there's a lot of names there that got hurt. ton. It's a tough week, especially this close to the playoffs. And we got two teams on by, the Cardinals and the Commanders. So a couple of those guys get you know, some, an extra week to rest, but, um, yeah, it's a late buy, not a lot of big names for fantasy on those two teams. Um, we haven't ran waivers. So, uh, there was a couple trades in dynasty that, uh, Braden's been a part of if, if we want to go and recap some of those. Yeah. Why not? Okay. Braden, you, uh, you want to tell us about all the trades you made today? So I woke up this morning as a normal morning. I was just making some coffee. And I didn't realize that I was going to be making three massive trades in Dynasty today. And it just kind of happened. Um, I First, I got started off in, in our league. Um, I just kind of decided I should try to move off of Connor. He has his bye this week. He can't help me even move into the playoffs anyways. I didn't know about his playoff schedule. I knew there's some RB needy teams out there. So I was like, who would, you know, if I wanted to move him for someone that would help me out for next year, who would it be? And it was Amari Cooper. So me and Jesse were able to, to talk a bit. and. You know, he knew the situation. He knew Amari probably will have a great year next year, but he's like, I need an RB. This is my win now year. Let's do this thing. And so um, I gave him James Conner to Mario Douglas for Cooper. Um, and yeah, curious your guys' thoughts on it. I mean, I'd like to think right off the bat, you probably win. Um, Amari Cooper is definitely more likely to have a few good seasons in him than James Conner. Um, I, I would predict the fall off next year if I were a betting man, but I mean, you never know. So, but, but if, I mean, if you get a good playoff out of Connor and then you get one more good year out of him, it's a great trade for Jesse, but I, I like the odds of your part of the trade hitting better. I think it's hilarious how Amari Cooper gets thrown around like a used rag doll in this league. <laughs> Braden <laughs> traded for him a first round pick earlier this year. And then he traded Amari Cooper way to Jesse 
for what was it like a Cooper Cup trade? Yep. Yep. Yeah. That was the reminder. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Ramondre Cooper Cup, and then now he trades back for Amari Cooper. Wait, you had James, James Connor too, didn't you? Didn't you get rid of James Connor in that same trade, the Cooper Cup trade? No, no, no. no. I pick. I got it from Justin uh, in that trade that I. Saw ah, that's right. That's like right. Najee that's right. And, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So but yeah, yeah you're right. I mean, I yeah, I think that the fantasy experts will all say that Amari Cooper is the better player. And he's still young enough to have two to five good seasons there in Cleveland. James Conner is probably in his last year. That said, the Browns suck. Amari Cooper sucks. Jesse's winning. <laughs> I like it. Well, and the other thing, too, is DeMario Douglas, like he's shown to be pretty decent, and they could get a top quarterback prospect next year. So Absolutely. Um, that's so a that great dynasty buy. Yeah, that's for true. Sure. For sure. So, And then moving on, um, I'll just kind of brush over these a little quicker. But in this kind of – spiraled into two other trades in my other dynasty league. Um, I've been talking to this, one of the guys, Mitch Okanek is his name um, about getting Tyreek Hill. And we've been in a points race in that league. Um, and he said, I want to see how it plays out this week. Turned out I had a pretty good week. Still only have a 30 point buffer, but then he just, just said, he just said, you know what, if you give me your 24 first, 25 first and Tajay Spears, I'll give you Tyreek Hill and Aaron Jones. Um and because a it really helps secure my playoff spot, and b obviously Tyreek Hill's a top asset. I just and based on how my team's constructed, I have a lot of good young core guys. I just I felt like I'd be dumb not to to follow through with it, so I did. <laughs> um, yeah, and then oh yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say I also traded for Tyreek Hill in a dynasty league this year, and uh, that's basically what I paid as well. Um, it was two, three firsts, I guess, but I think I got uh, Saquon back as well, but. Oh, nice! Yeah, in, interesting. To uh, this late in the season, it's uh, it's a it's a big move. Yeah, if you're not in the playoffs, you might as well sell Tyreek Hill for a ransom, because you know rumor is he he might only play two more years in Miami and retire. But mm-hmm. um, not Tyreek Hill, league winner, great move. What what was the next trade? And then uh, I I also just he was on a fire sale all of a sudden. He sold off Eckler, and then he put T- Cooper Cup on the block, and I was like screw it. I'm going to try to, you know, send him two seconds or, you know, I'll, I'll throw out maybe JMO too, which I was a little more nervous about, but I was like, you know, we'll see. And then he said he'd do a 25 second in JMO. So I got Cooper cup for uh, JMO in a second. Just highway robbery. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't, I don't care what Cooper cup has looked like at some points this season going into next year. I am f- fully confident in Cooper cup. If he's had a full off season to get healthy and still has Matt Stafford. Yeah, and you've got Tyreek. It's going to be a late 25 second, which is worth nothing. Jameson Williams would have to massively turn around his career to to not take the Cooper Cup side of this trade. So so well done there, going all in here for the next year or two. Thanks, boys. Appreciate it. I was doing some work today. <laughs> Important stuff. Um, <laughs> all right, let's uh, maybe quickly get into our budding stars. Um, you know, we don't have to spend a lot of time on this. It's It's late waivers, so... There's just a couple names we wanted to highlight. So, Garrett, you want to start us off with a guy that's owned in less than 50% of leagues? I went Antonio. Uh, you- yeah. <laughs> I went Antonio Gibson. He, uh, I mean, with the Brian Robinson hamstring injury, you just don't know what's going to happen. Antonio Gibson's being has been dropped a lot coming into this last week. But if he has the opportunity, I mean, that, that offense can move. Yeah. Good pick. Braden, who's your guy? 
Agreed. Yeah. Uh, I went with Ezekiel Elliott. You know, people are looking for running backs at this point, and Ramondre Stevenson's definitely out for a few games. So um, he'll probably be the bell cow there for the next few games, I would think, at least. Yeah. I, I think I might be starting him in a, in a league this week. Um, my guy, Romeo Dobbs. I've been cycling through a lot of Packers wide receivers, Noah Brown. Uh, but Romeo Dobbs, he's still, you know, in that under 50% threshold. We mentioned the Christian Watson hamstring injury, um, just a lot of targets up for grabs there in, uh, in Green Bay. So hopefully hit a home run on one of them. Uh, Garrett, who's your guy that's owning less than 25% of leagues? All these names were disgusting. So I just went with Sackerts. I might've said that last week. I can't remember. He's not on a team right now, but if he signs, it's possible he's worth starting this year. Highly unlikely, but you never know. I love it, Garrett. Uh, Braden, who's your guy that's owning less than 25% of leagues? Yeah, there's a few names out there, but I tried to go with a guy I don't think we've really brought up much this year. It's Jonathan Mingo. And this isn't even saying I'm super bullish on him just being a league, you know, just crushing it the rest of the year. But anytime a rookie wide receiver starts to become more part of the game plan, he starts making things happen, he's always worth a pickup, in my opinion. So. Um, yeah, Jonathan Mingo, he's probably, he's definitely out there in most redraft leagues. Yeah. I mean, he, he could, we, we, we don't know. Um, my guy, Greg Dortch, uh, Arizona wide receiver. I mean, Marquise Brown, if he misses any time, Dortch has been getting a lot of targets. Um, you know, Kyler Murray's back. It, there's going to be someone who scores points in Arizona. Um, you know, why not? Why not Dorch? <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, well, let's let's uh, let's maybe move on here, Garrett. What uh, what do you want to what do you want to do next? I think we should go to want to talk trash that you might say that. <sighs> here we go. I mean, we, we have to go with Zach and Braden here. Yeah, they have a, they have playoff matchup on the line that you can't both make it. You play, you play each other this week. So, I mean, I guess you technically maybe could still both make it with a Braden win and a Chris and Tom loss. Yeah, but I don't I don't want to go through that, that kind no, of sweat. No, no, no. It's, it's <laughs> a win and you're in situation for both win, of us, hopefully. Win and you're in situation. Yeah. For sure. But <laughs> So, like yeah, I mean, that we, we, that's what we got to talk about. So um, we, did, we did make an agreement before the show. And I, and I kind of like this idea anyway. We're going to see if the curse is real, even if we don't speak it into existence. <laughs> okay. I am going to take a screenshot with the time and write in somebody's name. And I will send it to myself and share it with you guys once this week is over. Because whoever I pick to win this week's Want to Talk Trash matchup is going to lose to keep the curse alive. The other will win and be in the playoffs. That's a lot of power, Garrett. Too much power for one person. This is yeah. It's meant to be shared by the podcast, not not all under the the rule of of Garrett. <laughs> it just Red is Garrett's what it mercy. is. I've I've been picked against two weeks in a row here, and I've been uh, victorious two weeks in a row. You're welcome. So, I, I appreciate that, guys. The number one seed's feeling good. So uh, we'll kick this off with our. Uh, question we always ask first why are you the better fantasy owner than your opponent zachary me or you i think you know 
Me, I go. All right. Um, I'm not good at these little, you know, these little pissing matches. But I mean, to be completely honest, I think me and Zach, I think Zach's had a pretty dang good year, and he was he's been cruising, starting to run into a little bit of a uh, little bit of you know rough currents, and I've been you know able to secure some some big wins, but not enough of them. Um, you know, it does help. I, I lean on this a little bit, but it does help being the reigning champ. I mean, that does, that is a pretty compelling argument. So I'm going to lean a little bit on that. Um, and I do think that, you know, I think I'm going to win this week. I think I can pull it off. So I think I'll let the, you know, the results kind of decide at the end of the day. But, um, you know, I do think I'm the, the better fantasy owner currently. Bold words, Brayden. <laughs> Here's the thing. I know I am not the better fantasy owner than my opponent this week because you have to be really lucky to win in fantasy football, and Brayden is a hell of a lot luckier than me when it comes to fantasy football. <laughs> so if that's the metric of how you determine who's a better fantasy owner than your opponent, well, then this one's already over. But... That said, I've got a good team. I put up good weeks. I just I hit bad beats. You know, the luck's not been on my side yet. You know, maybe it's going to be a birthday miracle, a Christmas miracle for me. I'll have a, a happy December. But uh, unless Lady Luck comes back on my side, I do not like uh, what's been going on here. And that, that's all I got to say about that. Fair enough. That's, that's very fair. Um, I'll with you. Who's going to be your X factor this week? Do you have an idea, Zach? I'm going to peek at the team here. I mean, I was looking at your team and I was looking at my team and I think it only makes sense for my X factor to be Dalton Kincaid, who I traded <laughs> for three weeks ago to be my tight end to carry me the rest of the season. Uh, that trade was with no, none other than Braden and involved one massive piece. Uh, uh, that was a Chris Olave. Um, I think that those two could uh, could really sway the matchup, and one of us will really hate that trade, and one of us will really like it. So that's that's my X factor. I'm with you. I, I see that for sure. And I'm going to go with another one where it seems like there's a bit of a talent deficit a little bit, not ripping on Justin Herbert. Um, but I do think that Jalen Hurts, my quarterback position, if he can have another 35-point day and Justin Herbert can you know, just underperform, I do think that can be my true X factor. Because the rest of your team, I mean, you, obviously there's a reason you're at this point. Great team and can put up massive points. So I think a big – you know, where I can make a big jump is at the quarterback position, hopefully. I'm not going to ask who's going to win this week. Uh, but I am going to ask – who does a playoff appearance mean more to? Brayden, I've been letting you go first, but I can't. I got to step in on this one. Oh, boy. Oh, man. I have not been more anxious about fantasy football since this time last year, and I thought I was going to win it all last year. Man, I haven't won the league since 2014. It is 2023. I need this you know it's 
the time is a, is a loop here. You know, hopefully what comes around is all around, but you know, it's water under the fridge. Um, <laughs> I, but for me, it doesn't take rocket appliances to figure it out. I want this one more. Brayden. Well, first of all, points for the Rickyisms. Brayden, thank you, thank you. Like that, like that. I'll be honest with you guys. I've had a bit of chip on my shoulder, a bit of a chip on my shoulder this year because, you know, I mean, we started at the beginning of the year, you guys, you know, Zach's like, Brayden, you got lucky last year, and that's fair. I definitely there's always an element of luck in fantasy football. Don't get me wrong. But I've wanted to come in and just freaking go back to back and put it right in in your guys' faces. Not that you've been over the top or anything, but I just mean like I want to prove and solidify myself as a top owner in this league. And so this win means everything to me. Hey, I get it, man. <laughs> but I also have to rely on a Tom loss. And through your success this year, you don't. So that is... That's a huge factor for sure. All right. On to the non-football related questions. Zach, I saw this on here last week. You didn't use it. But I think it's actually better set for the two of you. I absolutely agree. <laughs> who, who is better at the video game rock band? <laughs> Brayden, I want, I'm curious your thoughts here. See... I used to be a major rock band aficionado. Are we talking about back in the day or are we talking about currently? No, back in the day at your peak. Okay. I was expert proficient at two instruments, or I think it was all the instruments besides singing, although, I mean, did they even really, did the difficulty really matter that much in the singing? But I was expert at drums and expert at guitar. And then, I mean, if you do expert guitar, you can do expert bass too. But were you able to do drums, Zachary? Absolutely. I was a drummer (laughs) for seven years from middle school through high school. You were? What? How did I not know this? What I was I played the trap set for our pet band. I I can rock the drums, man. You know, let's go. Leo Kilmova by uh Santana. That's my my jam. But uh when it came to rock band, people were like, Oh, we need to beat this song. Let's have Zach help us out. Okay. (laughs) I was I was the guy that people would like, oh yeah, Zach, it doesn't matter the instrument. Yeah, we'll beat the song. I there was I at one point had to do the drums and the singing on a song because we weren't <laughs> able to beat it with the other guy trying to sing or the other guy trying to drum. So <laughs> that's my experience that's with rock band. Um I, I you know, I wouldn't say that I could beat every song on expert because that's that's impossible. I could beat every song on hard and you know most some most of them on expert but i think head to head it'd it'd be be quite the battle between me and you that's for sure but i can't claim the mic drum combo that might that might put you over the edge there we all know the best singer here is me i mean 100 california California expert all day (laughs) i can't wait to sing bohemian rhapsody at uh new year's (laughs) speaking of singing who has the better go-to karaoke song That's Zach. That's yeah. Zach. <laughs> I think I think Braden is is playing a little coy here. I feel like he's trying to throw me some layups, throw me some some wins on these questions because he won some earlier questions, Garrett. I want you to take notes, okay? This guy, he's doing something finicky here. But uh, you know, I do bring the house down when it comes to karaoke every single time. It's it's tricky. Run DMC. 
I know everything, you know, I work the crowd. It's a fun time. Um, really trying to build up the repertoire for that number two, number three song. Cause, cause people, they go crazy when, when it's tricky comes on. See, that's what I'm saying is I don't have a go-to song like that. Although me and Gary do rock a good Bohemian Rhapsody. I'll say that. But when I remember coming out to Hotel Shoreham and seeing you take down the house with to It's Tricky. So that, that left a big impression. That was a good night. I've got one last one. Uh, I think this is the one that I could help answer the best as well. And it's who's the better ping pong player? Oof. Garrett, 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 what are you doing? All these <laughs> are pointing to one winner and that's me and i don't like it i don't like it one bit i think i think brayden's the better ping pong player i will say both of you guys have had my number in recent matchups i came in hot i was doing pretty well but lately i've been on a bad streak you guys so if i think you know i think if i got some more time on the table i'd get it back but i've been i've been a little off my game I'm not gonna lie. I haven't played more than ten games of ping pong in the last three or four years, but I know I still got it. <laughs> exactly. We all do. I haven't had it lately. <laughs> you, you don't lose it. No, nope. you don't lose it. You always can hit it. You can. You always got it. Once but you to can get play, that, you those can perfect play. knife shots, those like corner, <laughs> those corner curve shots, that takes Nothing a little better. refining. Oh, for all sure. Right. Well, I th- I think I've heard enough. Uh, so I'm going to take my little screenshot here. Um, I got it. Don't worry. We're good. Um, so I'm going to send this to myself. And <laughs> we're going to talk about it next week on the pod. All right. And I think I'm going to leave it a surprise for you guys up until next week. I'm not going to yeah, send I'm it to you beforehand. It's just, I'm fine uh, with that. This is just going to be for fun. Uh, but it means everything. Well, At least we don't know, Zach. <laughs> I just... I want everyone to be happy and that that's all I've got to say. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let, let's move on here. Let's make our stone cold picks of the week. Um, last week, not our best. We went one for four on starts, one for four on sits and three for four on sleepers. So some, some good ones, some bad ones. There was six teams on by last week. That's how it goes. It um, Garrett, do you want to start us off with the start this week? I'm going with Nico Collins. He has a tough matchup, but you got no tank Dell. CJ Stroud can sling it. That offense has just produced fantasy wide receiver, top receiver every single week here for several weeks, sometimes multiple receivers. And then when tank Dell goes down, you see Nico just explode. Um, I don't think it's coincidence. I think that they're, they're going to keep throwing the ball. I, this this defense is beatable, although it's uh, they're, they're number one in the league. Um, I, I see Nico just having a huge week again. All right, Braden, who is your start this week? I went with my sit of the week last week, Debo Samuel versus Seattle. Um, we talked about it on a previous pod, but I had kind of mentioned how some people were saying how Debo Samuel just crushes Seattle. So I ended up picking him as a – I think I picked him as a start that week or at least mentioned he was a good good start. And then he went off against Seattle recently, and here they are again at home against Seattle. So I just think it's – you know, it's that simple. It's He has a great history of defeating them, and it must be something with their scheme, and Kyle Shanahan exploits it. Okay. 
Um, my start this week, Raheem Mostert uh, at home against Tennessee, ranked RB16. Um, Raheem Mostert's been a great start basically every week this year, um, and Tennessee's been trending down um, you know, as a rundy this year. So no reason to, to see Raheem Mostert slow down all that much. He is going to be my start. Uh, Garrett, who is your sit this week? I'm going with Tony Pollard. I need him this week. I actually need, I have Tony Pollard and Nico Collins in the dynasty league that I want to secure this uh, bye week with. But and uh, I'm have I'm highly considering benching Tony Pollard in a, in a matchup against Philly. He just played them three four weeks ago. Um, had a pretty rough well uh, had a pretty rough going. He's gotten hot a little bit since then, but. I just think this is a tough team to run on. They're they're a team that's uh, can be passed on, and um, no touchdown this week means probably a rough week for Tony Pollard. Fair enough, Braden. Who is your sit this week? Going to Javante Williams against the Chargers, and I have him in a league. I'm starting him because you know he's he's great and need to, but I, I could really see him just having a disappointing week. Um, the Chargers defense has actually tightened up a ton compared to where it was earlier in the year. Tighten up. Um, Tighten up. Tighten up. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's just – I don't know if they're going to move the ball, uh, at least on the ground, like, you know, it seems like they should. So I just think, you know, it could be a rougher week for Javante. Okay. My sit this week, Nico Collins at the Jets. That's right. Garrett's start is my Love sit. It. This matchup is too bad. They are going to focus on Nico. He had a 30-point bomb week for fantasy last week without Tank Dell. The Jets are going to say, anyone but Nico can beat us this week. Lock him down. That's my sit. Um, and then, Garrett, who is your sleeper this week? Disgust me to say it, but Alexander Madison. He's finally being ranked where he deserves to be ranked, RB27. But at the same time, you can't ask for a better matchup. And we've been giving Madison the ball in the red zone. I see him finding the end zone this week. And uh, that, that's a result in a, in a winner for a sleeper. Disgusting is right. Braden, who is your sleeper this week? I'm going with the guy I traded to, to Zach, Jaden Reed, at New York the New York Giants. Um, Jaden Reed's been on an absolute tear overall. Um, and, you know, obviously the Giants' defense is not not great. So I just think it's something where Christian Watson probably is going to be out and they're going to need to lean on him more. And, you know, he's been getting some good rushes along with the receiving work. So I think you, you could see a very good day from Reed. I sure hope so. My sleeper this week, Brandon Cooks at home against Philadelphia. Philly's a cake matchup for wide receivers this year. Brandon Cooks has been getting a lot of work these last few weeks. Um, I think he's a lock for over 10 points this week. And then our random pick of the week is uh, who will be the highest scoring kicker this week? That's right. This is a kicker week. Garrett? The GOAT, Justin Tucker. Justin Tucker at home against the Rams. Braden, you've got... I don't even know exactly how to pronounce his name. It's, I'm going to go Young Ho Koo. I think it's Young Way. Yeah, Way Way. Young Way Koo at home against Tampa Bay. My pick, 
Daniel Carlson at home against Minnesota. Always pick against Minnesota. <laughs> Always pick against Minnesota. I don't Locked think that st- stands true this year. It might, but it definitely did last year. That was yeah. automatic against that defense. Yeah. 100%. Credit to Garrett for pointing that one out. The Vikings are the 27th best kicker defense the last four weeks, 13, 17, 4, and 19. There you go. Daniel Carlson locked in. <laughs> Okay. Um, well, we're almost to the end here, but it's time for our dank flex plays. You know it. You love it. Last week, Garrett, you went three for five. Braden, one for five. Zach, three for five. We um, gained some ground, Zach. So we gained some ground. It's 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 not over yet. We got a couple Don't more weeks. weeks, boys. <laughs> um, you know, we still got a we still got a, a ways to go, but but it, it starts here. You guys ready to rapid fire some of these matchups? Let's do it. Okay. Uh, first, we've got Colts at Bengals. Zach Moss or Joe Mixon? We're going Mixon. Brandon? Going Zach Moss. I gotta go Mixon. Panthers at Saints. Chuba Hubbard or Taysom Hill? It's Taysom, baby. Going Chuba. <sighs> I'll go Taysom. Uh, feels bad. <laughs> Vikings at Raiders, Jordan Addison or Jacoby Myers? Man, um, Jordan Addison. I wish I knew the starter. Um, I'll assume it's Dobbs, so I'll go Jacoby Myers. I got to keep fading Braden. It's Jordan Addison season. Let's go. Um, and then next one, Bills at Chiefs, Gabe Davis or Rashi Rice? Big game, Gabe. Wow. Brayden? That's a really tough one because Rashi feels safe, but Gabe could just blow up. Um, I'm going to go Rashi. Yeah, I wanted Gabe for sure for that big blow up. (laughs) Um, So Gabe's my pick. And last but not least, we've got Packers at Giants. Anders Carlson or Randy Bullock? That's right. It's a kicker battle. (laughs) Um. Randy Bullock. <laughs> okay, Braden. I like Anders Carlson name a little better. So I'm gonna go with Anders Carlson. And this um, is gonna make five for five on uh Garrett and Zach fading Braden so we can catch up. I'm picking Randy Bullock, Giants kicker over the Packers kicker. There it is. Garrett, it you, is. we got a five and oh week coming here. Oh, big time. <laughs> we <need> it. <laughs> it's going to be crazy. Uh, all right. Well, we, we did it. We made it to the end here. Um, it's time for the munchies and we're, we're in the same family of chips. We couldn't find the same flavor across country here. So um, Garrett and I are going to be eating the Pringles scorching cheddar and Brayden, uh, what, what did you find? Well, for the, the scorching hot sour cream and onion. So, I mean, I think if we put ours together, it'd be a fire flavor as well, but try to find the I, contrast. I do think that together that that would probably be the best combination, but let's, uh, let's get after it. Very interesting. I loved them. <laughs> Braden, I'll, what, what'd you think about the sour cream one? It's great. I like it. Cause it tastes, I mean, it literally tastes like a sour cream and onion Pringle. And then you just get that afterburn, but there's not a ton of like flaming hot flavor like you'd expect from a flaming hot kind. But it's like you just burn it at the end. 
but you still get that clear sour cream and onion flavor. Yeah. I think that, I mean, obviously Pringles are maybe a slight step down in chip quality from like a, a Ruffles or a Wavy Lays. Um, but I've always loved Pringles and this flavor and heat that you're getting is fantastic. Really blowing me away here with the, the flavor that I'm getting. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of exact same boat, Zach, in terms of Pringles are one step below, but I do think Pringles are a sleeper chip. Like they are a good chip still. I've always been a fan of Pringles. This is honestly one of the, probably is the best Pringle I've ever had um, because you're finally getting the heat that like some other Pringles are missing and it's not just the whole saltiness so much. Um, and the cheddar is great too. I mean, it's uh, it's just a great combination. If you're going to go with Pringles, I would go with something like this all day. I'm with you. It's it's tasty. By the way, a fun fact about Pringles, uh, they can't be considered potato chips. They're actually called potato crisps because they don't have enough potato. I think you have to have it has to be 100 percent potato chip or something like that for it to be able to be considered a potato chip. So that's a fun little fact about about Pringles. All right, you nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Not <Yeah. him. laughs> So what? <laughs> no, that's that's actually a pretty interesting fact. That was a fun fact. Thanks, Brayden. Yeah, Thank you guys. I think Brayden's gonna have to start doing some more fun facts um, during during the munchies. He'll he'll do his research. Yeah, we'll have Garrett's uh, NFL conspiracies and Brayden. Garrett, any conspiracies fact. this week? You know, that's it, it's hard to keep delivering. You you, you can't get conspiracies every week. Um, it's fair. <laughs> but when they come, I'll tell you them. Yeah, you're, you're like uh, Professor Trelawney, the divination teacher in Harry Potter, where you know the visions they just come to her. You know she can't really control it. That's, that's kind of how it is with you, Garrett. Absolutely, you can't you can't put me on a weekly timeline for that. It's just when it I comes, feel, comes. I, I feel All right, when it comes. Um. Well, you guys ready to give this a score out of ten? Let's do it. Okay, Garrett. I'm, I'm knocking off one full point for it being a Pringle. That's just what it is. Scale, scale's now at a nine. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to go with an 8.6. 8.6, okay. I'm, I'm in a tough spot because I actually prefer the sour cream and onion over like a Lay's sour cream and onion that I've had. I don't know what it is. I think they found a That's good the balance flavor, man. with that. Yeah, I mean, obviously I have a little different flavor than you guys. Um, but I just think, yeah, the flavor mix is a lot better to me. So I think I got to go like an 8.9. 8.9. All right. Um, I, I'm going to give this one a, a perfect nine, <laughs> uh, because you know, you dock one, one off for the chip texture and everything else is just fantastic. So, um, yeah, lock it in. It's 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 in the Niners for me. Uh, giving us an average. Do you add a full point? Do you add a full point for the whole duck lips thing you can do with them? Oh gosh, I forgot. Well, I think yeah. this would be too hot to make duck lips with. Yeah, it's, <laughs> that's true. My lips like burn your lips. Oh, <laughs> 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 no, my lips are burning. It's all good. Oh, look at that high quality Pringle recommendation. <laughs> I like that. I'm, I'd get that again. Absolutely. Um, 
before we log off here was uh, the Vikings are coming off a bye. We're well rested. We get Justin Jefferson back. Um, anything you want to touch on for the Vikings playing the, at the Raiders this week? You, you know what? After, after the two losses, why bother? Fucking just lose. Like, what are we doing here? Dobbs isn't it. He's not, he's not taking us nowhere. Braden Mullins is not it. <laughs> Sorry to remind you. Put Jared Hall out there and see what we have. If we keep losing, we don't make the playoffs. It's just a better draft position. I don't know. I'm, I, I, we're not. We're not going anywhere. I see it. I see it. Yeah. Um, it's going to be interesting, you guys. I'm honestly. I'm. I'm expecting a surprise, as you know, at uh, the quarterback starting position, whether whether it is Jaron Hall or Nick Mullins. I think it's going to be Mullins, but. Um, Either way, like I wish we had that now for this pod, but it's going to be interesting because I honestly think if we have Mullins, like we we could actually at least get to the you know for sure get to the playoffs. Now I don't know how much noise you'd make in the playoffs, but we'll see. Yeah i I think it sounds like Dobbs is going to be the starter this week, but he's going to be on a short leash. Um, you know That's we should have won the last two weeks if not for an insane amount of turnovers and you know, a lot of that is on Josh Dobbs. So um, I think that if Dobbs and the offense has a zero turnover game, they win because that's what they've proven to do this year. It's when you have three turnovers in the first half of half your losses that you're, you're going to have a bad year. So um, yeah, I mean, if the Vikes take care of the ball, I think they're going to take care of the Raiders and, and win this game and, and, move right back into a, a strong position for the playoffs. Yeah, I'm with you. But I, I see Garrett's perspective for sure because it's like, you know, how far are we going to get? But at the same time, it's – I mean, we have Raiders, it's Patriots, wild. Bengals, right? Is that how it goes? Or do we already yeah. play the Pats? Um, we might have already played played them. I think we play the Colts at some point. Did we definitely play the was... Bengals, Lions, Packers, oh. Lions. We have five or yep. six games left. It must be five. So it must be yep. – Raiders, Bengals, Lions, Packers, Lions. I mean, you, you like to th- you like to think you're going to win at least two of those, maybe three. It's probably enough to get you into the playoffs either way. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I we're probably going to win this game. I, I'd put money on it, but yeah, I don't want to win the game. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. I I've, I've been team tank since. I mean, before the season, give me give me a rookie quarterback. <laughs> what's crazy uh, is that we have two detroit matchups still so there's like an outside chance if we actually execute we could win the division yeah you you, you win <laughs> yeah. out and lions have one more loss somewhere you win the division crazy um anything fantasy relevant you're looking for with the vikings and raiders you know justin jefferson obviously you got to start him you know are you team hawkinson still are you starting any extra Raiders like Jacoby Myers, Devontae Adams. How do you feel about those guys? Yeah, I mean, I think you start everybody. You start Devontae, you start Jacoby. Jacoby's a good flex play. Uh, start TJ for sure. And then, I mean, how, how do you not start JJ? So, And I like Madison this week too. So I think there's a chance for a lot of points to be put up here. Yeah, agreed. I don't, I don't think you can start Addison this week. Um, especially if Dobbs starts. Um, if it is Mullins, 
there's actually an interesting case for Addison, but like you guys said, I mean, the odds are they're going to give Dobbs another shot, have a short leash. Um, so yeah, I don't think you can start Addison. That's, that's one of the guys that's, you know, been startable in the past that I wouldn't try, you know, and it must win matchup for most people. It's just not worth the risk. Yeah. So start everybody except for Addison. Um, good thing he's our pick probably going to win. What's yeah. that? Good thing he's our dig flex play this week. <laughs> hey, right, right. Some of us picked him. <laughs> do you guys? Uh, do you guys think Ty Chandler takes on more of a role this week, or do you think it's just gonna be status quo? I, I hope so, but I, I think it's probably status quo. I mean, I think that it, it might be a 50-50 split, but even if that's the case, Madison's probably getting that those goal line carries and has a better chance at a at a successful fantasy day. I mean, although Chandler can get used some yards and put you up some points without finding the end zone. Yeah, that's that's a fun point. Um, I own Ty Chandler in our dynasty league. I would love to see him have a strong finish to the year here to either boost his trade value or maybe he's the, the Vikings RB1 next year. Um, so, I yeah, I think coming off the bye, why not change a little bit of your game plan and, and give it to Chandler more? Um, not starting him in, in any fantasy purposes, but the Raiders are, are a good matchup for running backs. So he... Uh, he could make some noise. Sure. All right. Well, that's going to do it. Um, thanks for meeting early this week. I've got my 30th birthday coming up this week. so No way. Be a little bit older next time we talk. Oh, yeah, man. Happy birthday. Join hey, us. <laughs> <laughs> Happy All birthday, right. man. That's that's awesome. Have a blast. Yeah. But please I, don't uh, be me in fantasy. I would love nothing more than to beat you in fantasy, but <laughs> I've got the greatest got, gift you can give him, Braden. I've got it some... does go both ways where if I win, I get that personal satisfaction. If I lose, I know I lost to an earning owner and it's, it's a great birthday present. So either way I'll be satisfied. Maybe not quite as satisfied if I lose, but I'm like Angelica Schuyler. I will never be satisfied. <laughs> uh, and that that's our Hamilton reference for the day. Love it. All right. Well, um, that's all we got this week. Thanks for uh, stopping by. Um, and until next time, uh, later, dudes. Stay classy, San Diego. <laughs> I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs>